friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I have a super special friend on with me today. I'm really excited. Her name is Elizabeth, and we met through Instagram. Um, And like we just talked about a minute ago, there are good things and bad things about social media, but this amazing friendship has came out of it for me. And so I'm super grateful that Elizabeth um, agreed to be on today. Elizabeth, why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself, about what you do, and how you felt led to um, start what you do? Oh, Erica, I'm just so, I'm so blessed to be on here with you. And I am too, just so grateful that um, we, that we met. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I am a mom of four, and currently I'm pregnant with baby number five. Yay! Um, I work part-time from home as a marketing manager for Here and Now Consulting. Um, And one of the things that I'm really passionate about is health and wellness. Mm -hmm. So your temple care, like that's what really just like grabbed my attention um, when I saw your Instagram post. I was like, okay, well... I'm all about health and wellness, so let's yeah. see what she's about. Um, you know, and the one thing that God has really been showing me is that, like, everything within us is connected in some way or another. Mm. And, you know, when I really delved into um, what my identity is, um, and it's not, that's not really what I do. Right. It, you know, what I, who I am is different from what I do, right? Exactly. So I'm a mom, I'm a marketing manager, I'm a wife, like I have all these different roles mm. that I play, but that's not who I was created to be. So when I, when I finally realized that, I asked God, I was like, God, who did you create me to be? Mm. And I heard him say, teacher of nations. Mm. I heard that and I immediately started to cry. Yeah. I knew that it was from God. I knew that he was speaking that into my life, that he had woke up that within me to be a teacher, and honestly, I'm still trying to figure out what that means and, like, navigating um, what that's going to look like, but what I do know is that God is using me right now to encourage, mm. to teach, to love, love well the people that are in my life right now. Mm-hmm. So I know that right now He is preparing me for what He has created me to be. Mm. I love that. I I feel that too, like you look back on your whole life and you think, wow, he really did prepare me to be here right now. And I know we talked about that recently. Um, Today I wanted to kind of get into the concept of spiritual warfare because I know that you and I have talked about this um, and I think a lot of women are facing this right now and it's just, it's a big issue and it's something that can hinder our spiritual walk if we let it, if we give in to the fear um, in your own life, how do you first take the step of like identifying that something is spiritual warfare? What does that look like for you? Uh, to be honest, since my eyes have been open to the reality that spiritual warfare is real and that it's going on constantly, I'm always on guard. Yeah. At all times. Now, that doesn't mean that like nothing ever happens to me and that, um, you know, I'm constantly in deep prayer or I always have worship music on or like I'm constantly reading my Bible. Now I, that's just not practical, right? right? 
So what I do is, you know, I do listen to worship and music. I like praise and worship music. I, I pray. I do read my Bible because those are the things that will strengthen my faith mm. and draw me closer to Jesus. Right. And my proximity or like how close I am to him is where I find my peace, my love, joy, protection, safety, all the things that I crave, mm. that I know that, um, that I need. So I'll just give an example. So for the past few days, we talked about the fact that, you know, yesterday and today, like I've been under a lot of attack. Right. We'll just start off with, you know, yesterday I went to the grocery store without my debit card. So I went and had, you know, all these groceries in my cart that I couldn't pay for because I didn't have my debit card, had to go home, Mm. came back. And on the way back, I get pulled over by a cop who says, I don't have insurance on my card are on my car, but I do. Oh and God. so that was, you know, like 30 minutes of my life that I couldn't get back. <laughs> and then on my way back home from going to the grocery store for the second time, um, I get a phone call from my sister-in-law and she's telling me that my mom's in the ER mm. and that she thought that she was having a heart episode and that I needed to drive my dad to the ER and um, so that, you know, he could be with her. Like, thank you, Jesus. It wasn't... She didn't have an episode, you know, she's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but then here I am this morning getting a phone call from the school nurse saying that my son needed to go to the ER because he had uh, cut his ear or he had, while he was on the bus, um, he was waiting to get off of the bus and a, a, a fellow schoolmate that was walking by had like keychains on his backpack yeah. and, it, and it cut his ear. You know, so all of these things hmm. would be said to be like a string of, um, you know, just some like unlucky events, right, right? Right. But we as Christians know that there's like no such thing as luck, right? You know, there's no such thing as that. Like spiritual warfare is real, hmm. and so taking up my Bible or um, putting on praise and worship music, like those those things in the moment don't automatically come to mind. But what does come to mind is those quick prayers of, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. I am hidden under the shadow of your wings. Mm. You know, like those like quick breath prayers where, you know, in the moment you, uh, you've got so much going on, you're overwhelmed, but just taking that moment to just take a breath Mm. and remember your identity and where you are, because when you say, you know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, you are staying, like you're saying out loud to the enemy, I am a child of God. Right. And when you say out loud that I am hidden under the shadow of his wings, I'm also stating my, you know, my uh, location, where I am, Mm. you know, and I feel like those two things are are very powerful. Mm. I love that. It's so good. Yeah, I was just, uh, we were talking about this, but I've, I've felt very beat up, you know, emotionally and physically the last few weeks. Um, the enemy's just been berating me with lies about not having anything to say. Um, what is your ministry worth? Like, um, are you even making a difference? Like, so many lies. Um, and physically, I've been sick for two weeks and just <laughs> two horrible sicknesses. Um, and 
I was it, sitting in worship yesterday at Bible study, and um, it was about abiding and how he, if we abide in him, he will take care of all of our needs, um, and just started bawling and <laughs> crying during that. You know, I just, because I feel so weary right now, and I think um, we we feel that way when we are in the middle of a lot of attack. We start feeling really weary, and then I think the enemy can come in. Um, at those moments, and even whisper more lies to us um, when we're feeling weary. And so, yeah, I, I love what you said, just preaching out loud, I am fearfully, wonderfully made, and I'm under the shadow of his wings, like just letting him know your position, your worth, your identity, that is powerful. Um, that's something I need to do right now with what I'm going through. But I do feel like, um, and Talk a little bit about this. How have friendships kind of been impactful to you in spiritual warfare? I know even just knowing all the stuff that you've been through in the last few days that you are still willing to come do this podcast with me, um, it spurred my faith on because I thought, if she can do all that, like, I'm showing up too, Um, you know, and I'm not going to throw in the towel. So I think our friendships can really inspire us to go deeper in that way and to be stronger and to take up our armor Um, So talk to me about that a little bit, like how have friendships um, been like that for you or or how has it impacted you spiritually with warfare? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's absolutely important to have friends surrounding you that will will go to war with you, that will pray with you, you know, moments noted. I've got two friends that I know that even when they're at their busiest, if I say, if I send a text message or call them and say, I need prayer right now, Mm -hmm. you know, they will drop what they're doing and they will pray. You know, everybody else that's in my life, I mean, I have family that will do it as well. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it feels like that really is the prerequisite of what is a good friend to me. Right. Is somebody who, even in that moment, if they can't do it right then because maybe they've got their kids screaming for dinner or whatever it is, like I, I do know them well enough that even if like there's a lot of chaos going on, they will stop what they're doing, take a breath, and they'll t- say a quick prayer or you know something. Right. And you know, and then they'll reach out and say, "Are are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, I will get back to you." Something. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know that they're praying as soon as they see yes. that. Yeah. I love that. Yes. You know, because that trust, but also knowing that you're also showing up for them. You know, so when right. they reach out to you, you're reciprocating. You know, and that that is, if that is my prerequisite of what a good friend is, um, a good sister in Christ, somebody that I can trust, I know that I need to be that for them as well. You know, mm-hmm. so if they're going to, if I know that they're in trust, they're going to show up for me, then I need to do the same for them. Amen. I love that. That's being the friend that you want, right? Yeah, First exactly. starting as being that person. Yeah. So what is your, I know you kind of talked about it a little bit, but what is your game plan when it comes, like when you've identified, okay, I'm being really attacked right now. Something's going on. What is your game plan once you realize what's happening and how do you involve God in that process of fighting those spiritual battles? Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, well, uh, God has kind of had me realize just recently is that 
um, my life is an act of worship, you know, because we, we've talked about how, you know, worshiping God, reading the Bible, um, spending time in prayer is really crucial when it comes to spiritual warfare. But I think once I really understood that my life is an act of worship when I'm living for the Lord, when I'm seeking his face daily, when I'm um, really trying to walk in what it looks like to be a follower of Christ. Mm. Um, you know, so if I've got something that's going on around me and it's overwhelming or it's maybe a situation that I've never been in, been through before, but, and I know that it's definitely spiritual warfare, then I, I just ask him, okay, Lord, what do you see in this situation? Give me your eyes to see the situation the way that you do. Mm. And then the next question is, what is my strategy? Right. What do you say that I should do? Right. Because sometimes because, he wants us to be still, and sometimes yeah. he wants us to move forward and act. Yeah, that's so wise. Exactly. You know, and so, um, but of course, you know, the enemy likes to attack when you're distracted. Mm-hmm. When you've got so many things going on that taking that moment and asking that question doesn't even come into your mind. Right. You know, it's like a discipline. Where, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. But it's that, it's also just taking that moment and taking that breath prayer. You know, mm-hmm. like the, what I said before, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I'm hidden, hidden under the shadow of his wings, you know, or whatever it is for you. I mean, that's my absolute favorite. I love that. You know, I love that you're saying this because this is exactly what we talked about in Bible study this week was breath, yeah. breath prayers. <laughs> I'm like, I love how God does that. He's so awesome. Yes. Yeah. And so a few th- breath prayers that I have, one of them is um, I was talking about how the I it was either a centurion or a commander of the army. His servant was sick, and um, he said, "Lord, help my unbelief." Um, and Jesus said to him, um, "You know, you believe." And so he he healed the man. Um, and I I love that passage because I think about how a lot of times my prayers aren't full of what I feel is belief, um, and they're just desperate prayers. <laughs> like the breath prayers, a lot of times for me are just coming to the Lord with. Even if I have doubts or I've got things going on, um, I'm just like, Lord, help my unbelief, you know. And that's that's a breath prayer that I say a lot, um, especially for things I've been praying for for a really long time. Um, and if I don't see an answer to it, I feel like that is one that I cling to. And then a lot of times it's, Lord, you've got them. Like, who, whoever it is that I'm worrying about, um, the person in my life, I'm just like, Lord, you're holding them. Like, you've got them. And so that's another simple one that I say. But, yeah, I, lo- I love this idea because it's like we can be in conversation with God all day long. It doesn't need to be like you have two hours of quiet time in the morning and then you yeah. go about your day. Because we know as moms, we're like, that's not even possible. Like, no, what, what do you do? Possible. Like, stick your kid in front of a TV for two hours? <laughs> like, you you know, yes. you, you're a mom still. And so, like, sometimes you need these moments where you're just like, one or two seconds, you're acknowledging to God, I really need your help right now. And I need you to move in this moment. Um, and so thanks for sharing that. I, f- I feel like God is just opening my heart to that right now. Thank you for confirming. I, I also love how you brought up the, the surrender, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm surrendering to you my thoughts and my feelings about the situation, about 
what's happening with this person that I love. Like that's another one that I say a lot too is mm-hmm. I surrender my son in this situation. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got him. You love him even more than I do. Which right. Possible, but I know it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had to pray that a lot too. And especially when, I mean, you feel like there's absolutely nothing you can do and you just yeah. have to let them walk through something or, yeah. And you know, though, that if you take your hands off, that God will do even greater things because you're not getting in God's way, right? Yes, that's exactly it. Where I, okay, Lord, I surrender. I'm getting out of your way right now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I've done it again, Lord. (laughs) Yes, yes. So what are some of your um, favorite verses to fight against the lies of the enemy? I was thinking about when Jesus was in the wilderness and how he used scripture to fight against Satan and what he was trying to do to basically get him to not go to the cross. Um, And so he used scripture. What are some of your favorite verses that you use? I mean, honestly, Psalm 91 Hmm. um, and Psalm 121 are some of my favorite Mine too. Yeah. Like, I love those chapters. I mean, you know, in the beginning of 121, I look up to the mountains and does my strength come from the mountains? Mm. My strength comes from the Lord who made heaven, earth, and the mountains. Like, that just sings to my heart. Like, I, I love that so much. And it just reminds me that in that moment when I'm trying to be superwoman and, you know, I have to go to the grocery store twice and I have to you know, do all the things mm-hmm. that my strength doesn't come from me. Yeah. My strength comes from the Lord. And that I'm not doing this on my own, that he's always with me. Mm. I love that. So good. I'd say a lot of times, especially in the midst of spiritual attack, when I feel like the attacks could be really bad, um, I always say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Um, that's one of my favorites. Because I just think, whatever I'm afraid of right now is not as powerful as my God. And I need to remember that sometimes. I get too afraid of him. I think he's, like, super powerful. But, like, God is. Like, I should be focused on the one that is inside me and how how powerful he can be. Do you think that other, like, Christian women, um, like, maybe friends that you've come across, other people, let the enemy just steal their joy? through spiritual warfare and how do you think that they can actually be more ready and prepared for that? Yeah. I mean, I am that Christian woman right. who will let enemy steal my joy because I let him, mm. you know, if I, if I don't, if I'm not seeking Jesus, mm. you know, not seeking God first always, mm. you know, and whatever that looks like, for me, you know, on a day-to-day basis, you know, but I, it's like, you can tell within your body and within your spirit when you're not really focused on Jesus, Mm. you know, when you let your feelings take control, right? you know, and like for me, you know, one of my biggest motivators um, is fear. Mm. And once I realized that one of my biggest motivators was fear, and that was what the enemy used against me nine times out of ten. Yeah. I was like, okay, Lord, now that I know what the schemes are, right. and I know who uses fear, don't let me 
be doing things out of fear anymore or not doing things out of fear anymore, you know, and if I do convict me. Right. That's so, that's so powerful. Identifying like where specifically he attacks you and then having, asking the Lord for discernment to know how to fight against those specific attacks. Um, yeah, and I know for me, I mean, it's a major way he attacks me is fear of something happening to my family. Yeah. And he will, I have nightmares about it and things, and I know it's from the enemy. Yeah, and, you're not alone. Yeah. I have nightmares too. I know, but it, it's... Recur- like reoccurring dreams of my children falling off of a cliff. Right. Well, just awful things. You're well, like, oh, I know, okay. yeah. But it's always, it seems to always be surrounding um, something that he wants me to do, um, that God wants me to do, you know, and so trying to push me down far enough and to kick me while I'm down so that I don't follow through with what I know I've been called to do. Um, And I think, like you said, knowing that he tries to attack through fear and then having the right scriptures and the right music and the right time in your in the word to fight against that just makes you get up stronger right do you feel like the more spiritual attack you go through the stronger you get oh yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean I would say I mean you know because it's the beginning of the year you know I can look back to last year where I was and I was constantly afraid yeah constantly afraid I mean, I didn't even realize that I had anxiety until I haven't had it for so long now, Mm. you know? Like, I had suffered under anxiety for such a long time that I didn't even realize that I had it, because I guess I had it when I was a kid and just didn't know that it was called anxiety. Right. Not, you know, I'm not entirely sure, but just now, like, being on the other side of that and realizing that I I was paralyzed Mm. by fear. Mm-hmm. how I let fear control my life. I was like, okay, that's got to stop. Mm-hmm. Show me how. Mm-hmm. And it was a process. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say a whole year process. Yeah. Lots of, lots of crying, lots of crying out to God. Right. You know, Lord, I'm, I'm doing it again. Help me. What yeah. do I do in this situation? Yeah. I, I've noticed that in my life too. Like I went through a couple years really where I was afraid every single night. Like after I put my kids to bed, I'd come downstairs, try to watch TV or relax. And, um, so much panic came over me during that. Just, just those hours of, I was afraid to even be alone. Like I just felt so much fear and anxiety during that time. And now that I don't have that, I can look back and say, thank you God for giving me the spiritual muscles to be stronger now, you know, and it doesn't mean that I'm not going to struggle with anxiety again. Like I, I still do, but I think that, yeah, you can see a marked difference of when you've been through it, been through the battle and you know, you're stronger on the other side. Um, that's really powerful. Thank you for sharing all that. Um, I'm going to close soon, but I want to, where can people find you? I know that you're mainly on Instagram, but share where people can find you. Yeah, I'm um, mostly on Instagram, really. Here and Now Consulting. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as well under Elizabeth Brock. Um, I'm also under um, Leading by His Example um, in Instagram. So. Oh, I yeah. don't think I follow that one. I need to find you on there. <laughs> no. 
that one's a new one. I'm cool. still looking for God's direction on like what he wants me to do with that one, but very cool. <laughs> He'll be able to find me there and he's been he's been convicting me about the fact that I haven't been doing anything on there. And he's like, I, I gave you that name for a reason. It's time to start. <laughs> Oh, that's exciting. Well, I'm, I am so blessed by your page. I, I find so much encouragement. I feel like you are definitely following the Lord's leading in what you post because it is exactly what my heart needs to hear every time. And um, that could only be from Him. So, Thank you for that. Yeah. Very encouraging. Thank you for being on today. I'm going to close us in prayer, but I really appreciate you being here, Elizabeth. Thank you so much, Erica. All right, let me pray. Lord, I thank you for um, just a few moments here for us to talk about spiritual warfare. This is something that a lot of us are dealing with day in, day out, and sometimes we don't even recognize what it is. We feel like the thoughts are our own or the attacks are just happen chances. Um, But Lord, you know there's a greater story there. There is a spiritual battle that we don't even see happening, but you are fighting it for us, Lord, and we praise you for that. Um, I thank you for Elizabeth's wisdom today and all that she shared. I thank you for her ministry, Lord. You are in the middle of it. I can see your hand so clearly in her life. And I just thank you for her wisdom that she came on and shared today. I pray that we can take these nuggets of wisdom and that we can not just let them sit in our brains, but we can actually act on them. Um, We can be in your word. We can be listening to worship music. We can reach out to friends who we know will fight this battle with us. And I pray that we can come out stronger with stronger spiritual muscles and that we can look back and say, wow, look at what God delivered me from. Um, And I just thank you, Lord, for the chance to do this life with you. And I thank you for your grace in um, bringing both me and Elizabeth here, even though we are in the middle of a lot of spiritual attack. Lord, you made this happen. And I praise you for that. And I just thank you for the sweet friends listening. I pray that you would put protection over their life as they face their own attacks and that they can come out stronger on the other side. In your name, amen. All right, Elizabeth, thanks so much for being on today. This was so fun. I'm, I'm really loved everything you shared. I know my heart needed it. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. This has been an absolute pleasure, and I love chatting with you. Yes, same. We might need to do this again. (laughs) I'm down my four flat tires. Oh, great. (laughs) All right, friends. Well, that's it for today. Thanks so much for joining us.